Hello, and welcome to the Pest Control Marketing Podcast with your host, me, Hal Coleman, uncensored and unplugged. Pay attention, take lots of notes, because you're going to find out exactly how to get more new customers, more referrals, and grow your business. Hal Coleman has been active in the pest control industry for over 40 years, including owning and operating his own successful pest control business for 18 years. He now devotes his time to helping other PCOs and other WCOs double, triple, and even quadruple their businesses faster than they ever imagined. Be sure to check out his website, pestcontrolmarketer.com. For more information about Hal's coaching program, you can reach him at 770-993-0004 or email him hal at halcoleman.com. Mike Stewart is known as the Internet Audio and Video Guy. Since the birth of the Internet, Mike has been showing small business owners how to get more new customers, increase their sales, and grow their businesses online using audio and video, now with iPhones and Android phones. For more information about Mike's coaching program and his online training courses, visit MikeStewartCoaching.com or email him Mike at InternetAudioGuide.com. Hello, this is Hal Coleman, and welcome to another episode of the Pest Control Marketing Podcast. Uh, I'm here with my co-host, Mike Stewart. Mike, you're here today? Absolutely, Hal. I'm here. Well, you're coming in loud and clear from Nashville, Tennessee, and and, uh, got a great surprise today, Mike. I've got a guest on here who's, who's been a friend of mine for quite a few years now, although we never see each other in person, but we correspond, and, uh, uh, I'm excited about having him here. Uh, Dan Moreland, the publisher of PCT Magazine. Are you here with us, Dan? I am, Al. How are you today? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. You know, I'm trying to uh, continue to survive the coronavirus self-imposed by my kids and <laughs> under penalty of never going out again, exile that I'm in. But uh, I'm surviving. And, uh, you know, I... Uh, I'm excited about having you on here because you've you've published a few of my articles over the years. You, you've given me a stage there, and it's been a quite an honor and uh, a privilege to be on the pages of your great magazine. And your magazine has a a lot to offer our industry, and you you do through your magazine. So, you know what I'd like to do is just talk about that. Tell, if you wouldn't mind, tell us a little bit how this magazine came about, your background, and how how this this thing developed? Well, I, uh, I graduated from Kent State University with a degree in uh, news journalism. And when I came out of college, I wanted to be a sports writer. And uh, I applied for a bunch of positions around the country, uh, but wasn't able to secure a position in the sports writing field. And I saw an ad in a local uh, 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 paper for a, uh, a B2B publishing position with uh, uh, Pest Control Magazine, which was he- headquartered in uh, Cleveland, and uh, applied for that position and uh, started working for Pest Control Magazine, which is now EMP Magazine. Uh, the gentleman who ran that business, Richard Foster, uh, ended up go- buying his own uh, uh, Pest Control uh, Magazine. He bought uh, a PCT Magazine from the Scherzinger family in 1980 and offered me a position as editor of the publication uh, after he purchased the, the company uh, 40 years, uh, the magazine 40 years ago. So, so you've been with that magazine 40 years. 
Yes, yes. From the very beginning, uh, from the time uh, Richard purchased uh, the magazine and uh, now his son, Chris Foster, uh, uh, is president of the company and runs it day to day. And how far does this magazine reach out? I mean, it's uh, it's global. It's global in scope. I mean, especially with the uh, uh, the advent of the internet, uh, we have twenty twenty thousand plus uh, print subscribers. But then we reach uh, all around the globe, uh, both digitally and uh, we have some uh, uh, international subscribers in print. But it's primarily digital, so uh, we're able to reach all around the globe. Well, that that's that's amazing. Wow, what a what an amazing thing. Well, you know, uh, I I uh, <coughs> excuse me, I owned a pest control business for for eighteen years. I'm in my forty seventh year in the industry, but I I can't tell you how many years it, it's been that you know I sit around and I wait for that magazine to arrive. And just like when I was a kid, it was all about hunting and fishing magazines. You know, when my magazine came, I just went off and kind of immediately isolated myself to go through the magazine. And that's what I've done with PCT magazine for many, many years. Uh, there's just so much value in there uh, for the, for the pest control operator and the technicians. And could you talk about that a little bit about all the things that, I mean, what a resource this magazine is. Yeah, that's what we take a, a great deal of pride in is being able to, you know, serve all of our readers uh, with, you know, hopefully valuable information that helps them uh, succeed. I mean, they're putting the blood, sweat, and tears into their business every day. We kind of view ourselves as being a resource for them to hopefully, you know, uh, increase their, enhance their ability to grow their business at a faster rate. So we have our entire staff. Uh, Jody Dorsch is the editor of the publication. Brad Harbison is the internet editor. And each of us, uh, Jody and Brad, have been with the magazine 20 years each. And uh, and so we meet, you know, every month and we talk about what's going to be included in the content of the magazine. And so, you know, to a large degree, it's seasonal in nature. Like we cover the seasonal pests, ideally uh, a month to 60 days before that pest becomes, you know, uh, a prominent part of uh, the day-to-day business of our readers where we'll, we'll share the latest insights about a particular pest category. But then what we also try to do in the magazine is provide some valuable business information that will uh, isn't pest or technically oriented. Uh, that will, uh, whether it be marketing, in your case, where we've published your articles about marketing, because, you know, you've, you've had that experience of running a pest control business. You know what it takes to successfully market a business. And so we we tap into experts like you to share that with the with our readers. And then we also try to do some uh, real solid news reporting and analysis because we think that 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 the fact that we've been covering the industry, in my case, 40 years and in Brad and Jody's case, 20 years each. We feel that we have that historical insight that maybe is helpful to our readers to provide them with the appropriate context for any particular uh, topic that may you know develop, whether for instance, like COVID-19, the, the economic impact of the COVID-19 pandemic. While it's different, you know, we went through uh, a downturn in the market during the, uh, during the Great Recession a number of years ago. So, you know, we, we learn from those experiences, and I think we can offer some context to our readers by, by sharing what we've learned during that period and what 
EMTs have told us that, that it helped them get through those kind of challenging situations. Yeah, and and it, there's a, there's inspirational stuff in there too. I mean, you feature uh, business successes, uh, out, uh, outstanding technicians, and uh, and uh, and you know, I, I always enjoy reading about other people's successes and and how they arrive there. So, and and you're also a resource for people who want to buy or sell a business, aren't you? Yes, I mean, what, the other thing that we try to do is, and I I've, I often say this to young editors who join our business because we have titles across multiple markets as a business, but, you know, there really isn't any reason for any publication uh, to be boring because if you, as you know, Hal, that if you involve people, uh, people do interesting things. They do uh, strange things. Sometimes they do uh, fun things. They do inspirational things. As long as you have people involved in any business and you're willing to kind of explore you know, how they've succeeded or or how they, you know, the mistakes they may have made along the way, you can produce an interesting publication. There's really no reason for any publication, from my perspective, to be boring. So we include some fun stuff. You know, uh, we have a, a title and we have a, a department in the back of our magazine where we highlight individual PMPs who are doing interesting things like for our, our most recent issue, you know, we did a, a profile of, of uh, I think Geico uh, had uh, uh, a commercial that they aired on TV uh, uh, with uh, Rat, the rock group Rat. And so, you know, we wrote, uh, Brad Harbison wrote a, a fun story about that. He's He enjoys rock and roll like you enjoy music. He enjoys rock and roll. And uh, so he took that assignment on and wrote a, a fun piece about that. And uh, he also uh, does the Tech of the Year Awards. And uh, we do the leadership awards and Jody does the top 100 issue every year. And where we in May, for instance, this month, where we profile businesses, uh, you know, who are in the top 100 or for those folks who are aspiring to get to the top 100. And uh, and so, you know, we really do try to tap into the expertise in the market, both the the important information, but also the fun and interesting things as well. Yes. So, yeah. And as a matter of fact, speaking of Brad, you know, as he grows older and matures, he's going to just naturally switch over to country music. <laughs> I don't know about that. He he loves the big bear bands. <laughs> uh, no, he uh, he shared that with me uh, that he, he, you know, I decided by, I got shut in here and my wife said one day, she saw the country music guy. I, I forget who it was who was doing a little thing on Facebook. She said, you ought to do something like that. So I I sang a song one day and got on, put it on there. I got tons of response. And I said, well, you know, I'm going to do, I'll try to do 30 songs in 30 days. So I'm up to 33 now because it, people seem to really enjoy it. It makes me feel like I'm, People tell me it makes their day, and when somebody tells you that, how can you not do it? You know, how can you not make somebody's day if you have the opportunity to do that? So I've kind of created this thing now that I just keep I just keep doing it till I one day run out of songs, I guess. But uh, well, I that's one th- I I admire you. Uh, one of the many reasons I admire you is because you do bring a a joy to what you do, and and you you uh, and that comes through in those you know do, those daily songs. And the background you provide about them, the historical context, you know, I also find uh, interesting and entertaining. So 
uh, I, I'm a fan of yours. Uh, well, I, pre- I appreciate that. It's it's a lot of fun. But uh, so you know, uh, so what uh, what are you going to do w- one day when you how how are you going to get depart from this magazine one day? <laughs> well, the one thing what's interesting about the pest control industry is I don't think people ever get it out of their blood. I don't know if that's you know I think that's probably been your experience is. You know, yeah. once the pest control industry kind of uh, touches you, you kind of, uh, you know, you're always associated with it. And so I think I'll always be associated with the pest control industry in some way. Uh, I don't have a lot of hobbies. Uh, I've always been, uh, you know, I've loved journalism and uh, uh, and uh, I, I enjoy working. Uh, so, uh, but I think uh, at some point I'll be, uh, uh, you know, probably donated a bit more time to some volunteer work. I'm, I'm involved in my church pretty heavily and uh, yeah. uh, my family. I have a couple of grandchildren uh, and uh, two daughters, uh, one who was just recently married during the, uh, the pandemic. And so uh, we, you know, we, we devote a lot of our time to our, our family. So I imagine I'll spend more time with them as well. Did you get to go to the wedding or were you isolated? Well, it was, it was, Really, uh, I, t- I told my daughter and her, her hus- husband that uh, uh, they went through with them. They decided to go through with the wedding, and we, we had to keep it under 10 people for the actual ceremony. They delayed their reception till later in uh, September, hopefully. Uh, uh, and uh, But we went through the wedding, and then we went over to their, their house uh, and had a picnic. Each family sat at a separate table, and the photographer, the wedding photographer came, and uh, so we have a really interesting photo of our, our families socially distanced. Uh, and then uh, our daughter and our grandsons came over and uh, our son-in-law's uh, brother and parents and his wife, uh, his brother's wife came over and uh, she put together, they put her and her uh, and uh, his brother put together a nice video of all the different folks. They, they invited people to send video clips and then they showed the, the video clips of all of their friends and family wishing them well. So it was a certainly a different experience, but it, it actually was quite memorable. And I, I think it'll probably go down in history as one of uh, the more interesting weddings uh, and more joyful uh, get togethers in, in our family's history. Oh, I'm sure it will. And, and uh, yeah, a lot of good is going to come out of this. I think, you know, we did, we've been doing family birthday parties that way, virtually, you know, and it seems like we get more, a lot more people to attend when we do it virtually uh, than when we do it live. But uh, we're we're learning new communication skills and new new appreciation of uh, family time together. And uh, my wife and I were talking about that. I said, you know, we may be after this is over with, we might not change the way we operate now because we've learned to be a lot closer and appreciate things and. Uh, GR grocery bill is a lot, lot less than what it used to be. <laughs> I'm not going out. And, uh, hey, how? My da- I- my, uh, the funny story, my daughter got married about uh, eight years ago. And uh, uh, my son-in-law, it was a, an important uh, uh, anniversary of uh, his mother's passing. And he really wanted to get married on that day. Uh, to to just to honor in memory of his mother, uh, 
she passed away at a young age. So that date fell on a Monday. So they got married at, at uh, 12 noon on a Monday. And uh, I tell people when they complain about, uh, a lot of people I hear them com- uh, talking about how, how big their, their uh, liquor bill was and their beer and wine bill was for their wedding reception. I say, oh, no, you ought to try just having it on Monday at 12 o'clock. <laughs> people came to it and they had to go back to work. So that's one way to save on things is to have it Monday at 12 o'clock. <laughs> and now here's a word from our sponsor. Google Pest Control Marketing. Grow your business like never before. Call 770-993-0004. Did you hear that? That is a jingle. But more than that, it is an audio logo and what I call a marketing earworm. But you know, that's a bug, that's a worm you want in your local market on YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, and podcasts like you're listening to right now. Yes, you should do a podcast as a PCO, but we'll talk about that another time. You want your market singing Google your name, what you do, and your phone number. Simple, but it works. If you want to cash in on this marketing bonanza, go to PestControlMarketingJingles.com to learn more. Or just call me, Mike Stewart, at 770-826-3662 or call Hal Coleman at 770-993-0004. And we would love to show you how to do what we call search and call advertising with earworms. And oh yeah, it works on that old-timey technology of radio and television. Why don't you call us today and learn more? Google Pest Control Marketing Grow your business like never before Call 770-993-0004 Hal and Dan, uh, this is Mike. I'm uh, the co-host on this uh, podcast with Hal. Well, I've got an online uh, question, Dan, that I want to know a little bit. How is the online version of the magazine uh, different from the print and how is how's you know tell me more about the online i know you guys do a podcast for pct magazine so you know tell me a little bit about your online world and how does it uh support the print uh versions that you send out you said that, i believe you said there was twenty two thousand people getting the print version uh, uh, so how does all that work together in this day and age yeah what's interesting is you know uh when the internet first came into being and 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 you know you, you you began to see publications offer a digital version of their publication you know they kind of separate them into print and digital and what we do is what what we like to do is talk about the market uh really every reader wants to read uh wants access to their information on whatever platform is most amenable to them uh and so that makes you know to a large degree, the pest control industry is still a print-centric magazine. People like to to get the print copy in the mail, like Cal was saying. And I felt the same way. I used to get Sport Magazine when I was a teenager. And as soon as it came in the mail, you know, I'd run off to my room and spend like, you know, a couple hours reading the, the issue. And I, I do think there are still people in the pest control industry. There's a large number of people who like to hold the magazine in their hand, take it with them. Because a lot of our readers are one to five person operators. You know, they get the magazine, they're working a route oftentimes, a number of these owners of the businesses. And so they take it with them, they read it at lunch. And then they also, 
we'll tear out parts of it to, uh, you know, use for training or, or educating uh, some of the other staff members. Then there's other folks who I have, we have other readers who say is all I do is read it online and the digital version. You know, we have one pest control operator who says he, he reads it when he's flying. Like that's, you know, it's his time on a plane where he has a couple hours where there's not a lot of uh, disruption. You know, he'll, he'll read the magazine online, download it, read it online and, and, uh, and uh, enjoy it that way. And so we really view it from a market perspective. We have, you know, close to, uh, we have, like I said, 22,000 readers who read the magazine uh, on online at any given, I mean, uh, in print at any given time. But then every day folks are accessing our website and uh, reading the news that J- Brad is posting uh, every day on our site. And as a result, uh, you're seeing uh, lots of enhanced activity uh, uh, on the site, and also folks are reading it mobily on their phones. So we've had to develop a platform for each of those so our readers can read it online, they can read it on their phone, they can read it in print, and then we have a digital edition that we send out an email and let folks know that, uh, you know, when the issue goes live that they can access it that way. Uh, now, we also have folks who, who request both the print and the digital edition. So, uh, you know, we have folks who uh, a large number of readers who also are reading it both in print and then also want to have it uh, online as well. So it's really a, a an overall market that we're trying to reach as opposed to a print market and a digital market. Sounds like all the bases are covered. And and uh, so what's uh, tell me a little bit about your podcast. That's something I'm interested in. Uh, we, we tell them. Uh, Hal taught me to call them PCOs and WCOs. I think you used a different term a minute ago, but but we tell individuals that um, podcasting and blogging is a huge opportunity to, for findability. How how have you found that to be for PCT Magazine having a podcast? Yes, that's the same for us. I mean, we do have you know obviously uh, videos and podcasts are becoming. Uh, you know, we've we also have. You know, our audiences, our primary audience are, are pest management professionals in the industry, owner operators and, and you know, uh, uh, technicians as well. But then we also, our other audiences are, you know, association representatives, the trade associations. We also are advertisers, our business partners in the industry. And, uh, you know, the major uh, uh, companies and, and, and the smaller uh, product suppliers who really make it possible for us to to do what we do because our publication is free to you know any pmp who wants to receive it uh what supports us is the advertising support you know we deliver the audience but our advertisers you know they kind of pay the freight uh by uh supporting uh us through their advertising so we also have business partners those business partners also want to reach the marketplace through podcasts and and we want to share that information with our readers. So uh, we work with our uh, business partners to to produce podcasts on you know various business topics or or product categories that help get that uh, deliver that message to the marketplace and inform our readers. Al, yes, I mean uh, you know even you even know so much more than I was even aware of, and so it's. Uh, 
So uh, what's the one thing you would like for the PCO out there to know about you and your magazine? If you had them all in front of you right now, uh, tell us what you would really like them to know. Well, it's funny, you know, that you asked that question because one of the major uh, misperceptions about our business is that, you know, people receive the publication or access the publication online or receive it in their mailbox and they think, you know, we're this huge publishing company. But the reality is that each we, we employ about 100 people at our company across six business, you know, five or six different business units that specialize in particular aspects. We have recycling magazines. We have lawn and golf magazines. We have, mul- we have multiple segments of markets that we serve. And so PCT, the PCT Media Group is really consists of, you know, six to eight full-time folks. You know, Jody and Brad, I mentioned before, uh-huh. we have Mike, Michael Kelly and Mike Zavril, our sales staff. We have one art director, Andrea Vegas, and then we have a production person, Lori Scala, uh, who, uh, you know, places the ads and whatnot. And then we have uh, Lisa Lupo, who edits our QA magazine, which is a sister publication of PCT. And so we, you know, now we have support personnel throughout the company, but that is, those are the folks who are fully dedicated to our market segment. And so what I would communicate to folks in the pest control industry is our business really isn't that different from the vast majority of pest control business. We're, you know, who are one to five to 10 person operators. Uh, and I think that's one of the reasons we relate to them so well. It's a small group of people who produce the publication. And then we have freelancers, of course, we work with, uh, but that they can pick up the phone and call us and talk to any of us. Uh, you know, we, they can call us directly and we'll, we'll answer any question they have. And if there's any way we can help them, we're more than happy to help. Why don't you give out the contact information uh, so people can write it down and they can get in touch with you. All right. Well, the easiest way is by email and it's, uh, it's really quite simple uh, uh, for myself. It's dmoreland at gie.net. If you want to reach Jody, who's uh, editor of the magazine, it's jdorsch, D-O-R-S-C-H, at gie.net. And if you want to reach Brad, our internet editor and managing editor, it's bharbison at gie.net. And then Lisa Lupo, who's the editor of our QA magazine, it's llupo at gie.net. We also have a toll-free number, 1-800-456-0707. And... Uh, and, you know, you know, you can also obviously uh, uh, communicate with us through the website uh, by just, uh, you know, uh, clicking on the appropriate location of our website and sending us a question. And uh, obviously via mail as well. We're located in Cleveland, Ohio, right, uh, right near the Cuyahoga Valley National Park. So we're right. Uh, uh, we're, we're right uh, in uh, a suburb of Cleveland, Ohio. Good. And you guys planning on being uh, at. Uh... Pest World in Nashville this year, I guess. Yeah, we love it. Yeah, we love we. It's actually very convenient for us because, uh, you know, we uh, we've been to Nashville a few times for the convention, and uh, it's we'll probably be driving down this year. So uh, yeah, our plan is is to be there, and we always look forward to that event because we get to see people face to face. Because uh, uh, oftentimes, like in our case, where we don't get to see each other, you know, face to face very frequently. Uh, at, a, at a trade show, it's nice to be able to put faces with names. Yeah, I look a lot worse in person than I do on on the page. 
Well, you know what, Hal? <laughs> oh, Hal, here's something I've learned in the background here, being Mr. Online. You know, Dan, I don't know if you know or listen to our, uh, some of our shows, but me and Hal have a little rift. He's Mr. Offline, and I'm Mr. Online. And I, and I had no idea that you were GIE.net uh, or GIE Media. And I'm seeing your picture here, uh, Richard Foster, Chris Foster, and you. And I'm looking at the markets, and my goodness, PC, you, you guys are into all kinds of amazing things here. Uh, and, and so this is the uh, PCT magazine is just one piece of the equation that, you know, our audience uh, needs to learn more. But you need to, folks, you need to go to GIE.net and look at what these guys are doing. There's all kinds of opportunities to learn more. I was looking at your website, the learning center, the training center, um, all the videos, uh, monthly webinars. I mean, you guys are very active online and very impressive. And so, uh, I'm so glad you're a guest on the show today, and and Hal, even though you're Mr. Offline, there's a lot of online stuff going on here that uh, our folks need to uh, 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 pay attention to and see that there's possibilities. I was just looking at the products page here um, on uh, PCTI Online, and it's just amazing how many things uh, that uh, me not being in the pest industry, but I know our listeners need to to be aware of. So. Um, so glad you were a guest today, and and uh, Hal, do you want to um, uh, ask Dan some more questions, or uh, what, what do you guys want to do here? Oh, you know, I, Dan, it's just been a, a pleasure and an honor having you on here, and and uh, I've learned a lot too, and and I know that you have, uh, like I say, I, I know knew you had so much to offer, and that's why I wanted you to be a guest and and talk about the magazine. So, uh. uh it's just been great having you on here and uh i hope to see you in nashville and if if i can ever help you in any way you can always reach me at 770-993-0004 and mike at 770-826-3662 and uh we're, we're always here for each other so uh uh once again it's been great having you on here and uh, you have any last things you'd like to say to the folks? No, I just, uh, it's been a privilege to, to be on your program. And it's, it's, uh, it's very kind of you to, to, uh, to invite me to participate. And uh, as I've said, I've long admired uh, your career and uh, your multifaceted career. And uh, thanks again for your time. And uh, if there's anything we can ever do for either of you, you know, we're happy to help. So have a good day. I appreciate that. <laughs> hey. and- I want to say one thing to Dan before he goes. I, I, my heart goes out to Cleveland, Ohio, because that's where the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is. And, uh, Dan, if you ever go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and look in the one-hit wonders, my band is on that wall. Pac-Man Fever. Yeah. So uh, What's it called? Uh, we were Buckner Garcia, and our hit was Pac-Man Fever. So that's how Hal and I met years ago is we have a – huge music history between the two of us you know Hal's doing all his songs and but but we go way way back on music and and in fact this is the 40th anniversary of Pac-Man and so when I didn't realize you were in Cleveland I've been to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame several times I've been down to the flats um uh the the Abbey Road on the River uh, Beetle Convention was there several years and you know Cleveland evidently means pest control and rock and roll (laughs) (laughs) well i'll have to check it out next time i'm there i will uh we've been there several times as well and it's one of the iconic uh, buildings 
uh, and uh, 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 tourist attractions in Cleveland. So I'll have to check it out. Uh, I mean, Cleveland has a special, a couple of things that are really special about Cleveland. Hal, I got to put this on the podcast is number one. uh, That's where a Christmas story was shot. The, the famous movie uh, downtown. And we, I played there in 1976 at the uh, Holiday Inn on Cle- uh, uh, Euclid <laughs> Avenue and 22nd, or across yeah. the street from Cleveland State University. So 44 years ago, I was playing in a hotel <laughs> there playing music. So, <laughs> While I was drilling holes in concrete foundations and doing termite treatments. <laughs> well, Boy, I, there wonder you- which one of, I wonder which one of us was having the most fun. All I, <laughs> let, let me tell you something. This is what I remember. The news, Dan Webster was the nightly news guy in Cleveland in 1976 reporting the sinking of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Wow. That's, <laughs> That's another song. That's a Gordon Lightfoot song. I know because I remember it being on television and then Gordon had the hit record several years. So I was I was there that November that, November that the Edmund Fitzgerald went down in Lake Erie. And I remember the wind coming off that lake was pretty cold for an old Southern boy. So... God bless Cleveland. (laughs) That's great. What a great story. Well, listen, guys, uh, Dan, it's been great. Mike, as always, it's been great. And, folks, uh, we thank you for listening to this episode of the Pest Control Marketing Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Pest Control Marketing Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast in iTunes and on your phones and in Stitcher on your Android. But more importantly, go to our website, pestcontrolmarketingpodcast.com. Subscribe to our email list to always be notified of new episodes. You're never going to want to miss what we've got coming up next, and you never know what we're going to be able to do to help you with your pest control marketing.